0: Hello, and welcome to IRIS Matters Podcast. I am here today with Chris Hardy. He is one of the owners of Elevations Real Estate. He is also on our board of managers here at IRIS, and he has 20 years of experience in the housing and real estate industry. How are you today, Chris?
1: Terrific. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. Chris, how long have you been an IRIS user or involved with the IRIS
1: MLS? I got my real estate license in 2003, so um, I guess I'm just coming up on, what is that, 18 years, 19 years, something like that?
0: Okay, and that is plenty of time to see quite a few changes to (laughs) both the the database. One of the things that we wanted to chat about with you today is the use of carts and what that looks like for somebody who is a, a, a realtor, somebody who is working with clients, somebody who is also coaching other realtors how to use the system and really leverage that. So Chris, you're known internally as a bit of an expert on carts. And we know that you know the system fairly well, um, the fact that you've been using it for 18 years and adapting with it. But can you tell me about how carts looked when it first came out and why you adopted it?
1: Oh, wow. That's that's an example of how integral carts have become to my practice because I can't hardly even think of what using IRIS would be like without them now. Prior to CARTs, we still had the custom searches that we could create and then call back up at any point. But there was really no way to sort of quickly store a group of listings that we wanted to be able to access and manipulate later. And so then with the advent of CARTs, that completely changed my interaction with the, the interface, the graphical interface with, with IRIS. And, and if I can just back up a quick second, I would be remiss if i didn't talk about the mls as a whole as it's just like windows and ios are the operating systems of many of the devices that we use iris is the operating system of real estate and i i credit kevin barrier a colleague and also iris manager with coining that phrase several years ago and it so appropriately identifies what iris as an mls is for each practitioner and so If you think about the operating system as being the underlying infrastructure of how you do business and then data management is the key criteria to being successful in helping your clients list and sell homes then carts is just an indispensable data management tool that helps you filter and file and and source the information that you've got to call up very quickly to to share with your clients so pre-carts it was a great system but with carts, it's just like all the other sort of built in functions that we have as part of our Iris interface, it's all right there. It's all ready access. You don't have to go to an outside file system to manage this data you can do it all internally and customize it to fit your individual need.
0: I think that one of the things is that a lot of people are still using listing search and should be listing search is a really oh, yeah. important tool within the MLS and within the system but but it has different functions and listing search and my sites if you wouldn't mind, I would appreciate it if you could detail about how you might use a listing search or a my site setup versus carts if you use both of
1: those tools. Yes, perfect. I wouldn't say it's a limitation, but one of the things you run up against as a as a user of Iris is you think to yourself, gosh, it'd really be cool if Iris could do this. And so one of the things that we set up for our clients are these automated searches. And with the limited inventory we have right now, setting up those searches so that we're instantly notified that when a property becomes a- available either through coming soon or active on the market, those searches are, are critical to helping not only a broker identify properties that might work for their buyer but also notifying the buyers of these properties that have that are becoming available and so one of the things that does not automatically happen with these searches is for example if i set up a buyer with a my site search that search will come up notify me of the of the listings that have come up it'll notify my client of the listings that have come up and place them in that my site website, which is terrific. And then the buyer can look at that data and favorite certain listings. They can trash certain listings they don't like. But the thing that doesn't happen is when those searches populate, they don't populate carts. And so for a long time, I would have to look at my email and then I'd have to go into Iris and open up that listing and then add it to my buyer's cart that I'd set up. Well, just and I don't know if it's just because, you know, you get used to doing things one way and you, you lose track. But about two weeks ago, I realized, oh, there's a much easier way for me to do this. I can just call up the search for my buyer, hit search. And rather than search through that, then I can just move everything that came up in that search into my buyer's cart. And now my cart matches what my buyer's my site has. And then it's much easier for me to to, um, go back and forth between conversations I'm having with my buyer about what they like and what information they would like. But then the secondary piece that the the carts provide me is I've got this broad cart, this big cart of all the listings that are generally fitting this search criteria. And then I talk to my buyer and my buyer says, okay, well, I want to see, well, it'd be nice if we had five properties to actually go see, but let's say my buyer says, I want to see these five properties. Well then very quickly I can take that big cart that I want to keep just because I want to keep track of what's happening in the market with regard to that particular search then I can create that same buyer's name and then call it tour and then I can just drop those listings that they want to see into the tour and that does a couple of things it helps me track obviously with my buyer which properties they've indicated they want to see but then it it gives me that data management facility to really scan through the, the information quickly and set up showings much more quickly when I'm just working from a smaller data set as opposed to a big macro-based data set, if that makes sense.
0: It does. And I think one of the things that maybe some people don't realize is that when you put something in a cart, it doesn't disappear. It will right. stay there even if you know it, it becomes expired, sold, et cetera, whatever that status change might be. Really? and i would imagine that that's of a value to you who are kind of referring back for comps and and that type of thing
1: yes i mean the other side of the coin with regard to carts is you know we've been talking about using it with buyers and there's comps and cmas that you want to be able to do for buyers and setting up tours and and just being in sync with what the, the my site search is pulling up but on the other side of that you've got sellers who you know maybe aren't ready to list yet. And so you've set up a search to notify you of properties that are coming up in a given neighborhood so that you can keep your seller apprised of what's happening in their neighborhood and what properties have come on, which properties have sold. And so I use carts in that regard as well so that those searches come up and then I can pick out those from a very broad search. I can throw specific properties that are more comparable properties to the property that's going to be for sale into that specific seller's cart. And so again, it, it becomes just a, a super convenient data management tool that gives me instant access to opening up those carts. And, and for those of you who are looking at your IRIS interface right now, one of the things I love, you can open carts directly from the search, the listing search page, just like you could open up a saved search, you can open up your carts from that position as well. And so it just, it makes flying through the data so much more efficient. And, and and ultimately, when you're a real estate broker, when you're first starting out, time is the biggest commodity that you have, the biggest resource you have. And then as you get busy and build a book of business, time is the rarest commodity that you have. And so any tool that you can put to use that saves you time to help you make more money, obviously the time we save is spent either uh, in additional prospecting or perhaps spent with family or per, uh, vacationing or some of those other fun things that we can do with time rather than just continually hunting and pecking for specific data that if we have set up correctly, we can we can access it immediately.
0: That's a that's a great point. And isn't time so valuable to everybody? Yeah. Yes.
1: Well and, and as quickly as quickly as we are having to respond now to any property that comes on the market with right now this this constrained inventory situation we find ourselves in, property comes on the market on a Thursday afternoon and in all likelihood will be under contract by Saturday afternoon or Sunday or even at the latest Monday. And so we need to be able to act quickly and access that data quickly. And thankfully, Iris has set this up so that we can do so in the most efficient manner possible in a in a single source archive, which is, I just can't stress how valuable that is. I mean, if we had to, you know, similar to perhaps this is on more on the commercial side, but we're we're lucky. I mean, there are other portals, obviously, like Zillow and Trulia and Realtor.com that that aggregate. Aggregate listings. But if we had to search each of those individual sites to find the most current properties, time would just be completely lost. And so the time savings we have with this one stop opportunity to write contracts and search for properties and keep our carts and interact with our client, it's just indispensable.
0: Chris, how did you learn to utilize carts and start to kind of adopt that feature? And how do you coach others? (laughs) to learn that and to start to adopt that feature.
1: Gosh, I don't even remember which year it was that carts became available, but I remember having this thought, this lucid thought after I had gotten my first Kindle, they actually the Kindle app on on an iPad. And I was cruising around on Amazon and and when you're searching for books, then Amazon was really good at saying, "Hey, people who have people who have looked at these books also like these books." And so it started this recommending kind of thing. And then online shopping really was the place where this idea of carts came about. And so like if you're cruising through Amazon and you can click on a couple of things and it gets put into your cart, um, I was already familiar with that concept. And so then when Iris announced the use of carts, it was just such an easy transition to NeuroPathway that was already present for me that making that transition was super easy. And then playing with it and manipulating it and realizing the sort of infinite way you can create carts and organize them and identify them just grew out of day to day use. It certainly came out of that Internet based shopping concept that uh, that made that that transition easy.
0: And, you know, that is that is really nice to hear on our side, because part of the purpose of carts is to have that really pleasant and intuitive user interface. And that's the point, right? And how can we make technology oh work for you? So I'm glad that's that right. that's the experience that you have had with it. And that's the idea, because I think that the reports window, it's wonderful. It's dynamic. It has so much cap- capacity and capability, but it's a little complicated. It's a little com- Sometimes there's a lot to digest. There's a lot to move through. And part of the idea of CARTs is to give you that that really kind of nice, clean user interface that's so much more digestible, so much easier to process. What am I dealing with? What am I looking at? That kind of thing. Right. So the fact that it was intuitive for you to learn it is is wonderful. And, and I hope that others have that experience as well.
1: Yeah, I hope so too. The I mean, just the amount of time that it saves for me and, and the way it makes the data so much more accessible to support Whatever hypothesis I've put forward in terms of what I think a property's value is going to be or what's, the, what's going to be the best way for me to map out in the event that I do have multiple properties to show in a given Saturday, what's going to be the best route. I mean, there's so many wonderful tools incorporated into all of this that it, it makes it super easy. You know, I got to say that the the way we filter search results at IRIS, I think remains, well, I'm biased, obviously, but second to none.
0: One of the more recent features, specifically to CARTs, was CARTs Manager coming out. Mm. And has has that affected how you use this part of the system?
1: Only when I'm feeling like Marie Kondo and I need to get rid of some things, you know, I need to condoize my CARTs file. And so making that easier to delete files or rename files, yeah, it's it's been indispensable, but especially when you're renaming files. Cause sometimes when you're on the fly you you name something and then later on you're like, nope, that's not a, that's not something I'm gonna remember easily or or doesn't fit into the file format. So yeah, I, I found that to be very helpful.
0: And the ability to multiple delete is actually something we're pretty excited about. Uh, so I'm glad you're using yes, that.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: So Chris, one of the things that you keep bringing up is data. And I'm curious <laughs> how you mean that when you're talking about how you utilize carts. How do you specifically use cards to extract data
1: so the other the other thing that's cool about any data result that you get in in iris is it comes back on your on your screen the search results and the split screen on the top has the details about the property and photos and then the bottom is just the cat, the, the catalog list of the properties that are there and being able to manipulate what you see—it's—it's it's just like manipulating the dashboard on your. For like, I used Outlook, and so the dashboard of my day is laid out very clearly on my screen. So I can see what my next appointments are. I can see where I need to store um, certain emails. I can, you know, see a preview of the, the email that I need to read. And just like that dashboard, the dashboard that you have in that data result return—that's the catalog. Manipulating those columns across across that in terms of. What, what's the most important data for you to see at a glance when you're trying to decide which of these properties needs to go into a tour, for example? Or you're doing a CMA and you want to very quickly weed out all of the – if you haven't done it with your, your search criteria, you want to weed out the properties that don't really fit. So like I'm if I'm doing a CMA and I want to compare a single-family home that's a ranch-style home and I don't want to compare it to other ranches, I can do a broad search that will filter for that. But sometimes you miss like a story and a half or you miss a tri-level or you miss a, a four-level home that might be the only piece of data that could be comparable to this ranch in a given neighborhood. And so the first, that first place that is helpful in, in doing that additional filtering is that, that catalog dashboard. And so I have mine set up so that I can see which MLS is the listing coming from, I can see very quickly days on market because a lot of times that is something that I'll filter for so that I'm only returning or if I'm manually sending listings out to my buyers, I can ensure that I'm only sending them stuff that's been on the market in the last five days. Lots of times the other critical component for me there is um, I'll sort that list by square footage if I'm doing a CMA and then I can very quickly just dump properties into I, I can dump those properties into a given cart that I'm trying to create a, a, a comp for, and so that's what—that's uh, one way that that carts and, and manipulating that data and filtering the data down to the you know the the best end result uh, works for me anyway.
0: That does answer my question, and that's another piece of the system that I find really useful is the fact that you can use it to generate those those cloud CMAs. There's that integration there with with Oh the yeah. Carts ability to just, you know, basically select and pop everything in there. And then you have comprehensive data, and you can really intelligently speak to your clients about what's out there.
1: And it's all done inside the actual IRIS interface rather than having to go. I mean, the the thing that's lovely about RPR and InfoSparks and Cloud CMA and all of these other tools that we have that are are supplementary to the uh, the iris mls interface is that it's all single sign-on all of those things open within your login from iris and uh, cloud cma is something that i use well it's probably not a unique fashion but one of the reports that i like out of cloud cma that isn't available in the iris catalog of reports is the four up cma side by side columnar comparison and so i've created a couple of easy. To populate reports in Cloud CMA, it gives me that really quick. Here's a CMA, you know. That's that's a quick summary of here's the subject property, and here are three comps that I believe represent the most comparable value of your property. And so yes, it's it's uh, again another indispensable piece. And then also speaking of those line item links in in that catalog, you know, you've got click and send stuff directly to my site. You can click and send stuff directly to Cloud CMA. You can remove. Or just uncheck files that you don't want to see you can remove them it it just provides so much flexibility and again managing managing that data quickly and efficiently so that i while i love hanging out on iris um most of the time i want to get in and out of there as quickly as i can right (laughs) because i got to go out and show property
0: (laughs) yes definitely that flexibility within it is huge and also there's there's this nice sort of personableness to it, you you have a very personal touch to how you're interacting with your clients in that data. And really so much of what a realtor brings to the transaction is their expertise being on that cutting edge and being able to leverage these tools so that they are being that really helpful person within that transaction. I mean, most people, Definitely. We, we know there's so much value there. It's so important. It's such a, such a huge role in people making these giant decisions and giant transitions in their life. It's it's what, probably a big reason that a lot of people do this. So Chris, thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us today, sharing your experience and your knowledge. Before we sign off, is there any advice that you would give to either people new to the real estate world or even those who are just having to adapt to a very new situation either how to leverage technology or your perspective on and just how to how to get through this time and come out of it stronger on the other side
1: to narrow that down into just a couple of phrases I, I would start with become a data manager obviously the the hard skills in real estate are uh, you know having some technological competence, uh, understanding the the, the MLS, going through the, the library of helpful videos that Iris has, attending the online classes that Iris provides, the sooner you get really good at navigating the MLS, the more confident and competent you will be when that buyer calls you up and says, I want to buy a house and I want to use you to help me buy it. And then the second most important piece of that data management set is creating that database of people who know you like you and trust you because that's going to be the, the, the primary source of your first deals. And so then if you can combine those hard skills of data management and, and data manipulation with the great the important soft skills of building relationships with clients to build those those feelings of trust and feelings of, of loyalty, that's the foundation of a long self-sustaining career in real estate.
0: Well, thank you again for joining us today, and we will catch you all next time on Iris Matters.